All right, guys, welcome hey back guys. to our channel. This is welcome 716. Back. If this is your first time here, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Yeah. But if this is your first time, I mean, this is if you're a returning subscriber, you may notice something very different. Just, just a little different. Might be... I think just, I don't know, maybe what? Xavier got a haircut. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, okay, so let me explain. You know, obviously we didn't post on Monday, and this is why. We have been hard at work at our new set here, yeah. and we finally got it. This is, I don't want to say this is our permanent one because God is greater, and mm. he always has something new uh, for us. <laughs> so I'm not going to put a limitation on this channel, yeah. but, man, is this a blessing. This is it's a, a blessing, blessing to be yeah. here. It's a blessing to have everything we have here. Mm -hmm. I am so excited to show you guys this new setup for the first time. I know. It has been, uh, like he's just saying, it's been a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication, you know, because sometimes it, it seems like a, a very cool idea to, like, you know, just remodel something. But then it's like you realize that there's, like, all these little things. So we're just so grateful to have the opportunity to have, been able to move to this new location yep. and to kind of like work at everything that you see here. Um, yeah, God has been good and seriously, we are living testimony of that. Yep, yep. <laughs> and as long as we keep putting him forward, you know, that's how things work. Uh, that's how things work in our favor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just as an example, you know, if you if you guys put God forward in everything you do, he will bless you. Amen. Yeah. You know, but. I'm actually really surprised. I mean, I'm Ooh. really excited for this second part. Okay, so so, <laughs> so I was I was about to get all worked I know, up I know, here. I know, I know, I know you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> so without further ado, we have a new surprise. Yes. Something that we have been anticipating for. It's been in the works, but we couldn't do it until we had this location. Yes. So for the very first time, I'd like to introduce you. I'd like to introduce to you guys. Our special guests. Special guests. Yeah, that's right. Special guests, Manny and Cassandra. Woo! Come on in, guys. You guys are coming. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so while they get set up, uh, like I said, you know, we were, we've just been trying to find something new, guys. We've been trying to, you know, build this audience as well. But it, I, I feel like we have to always you know, create a new atmosphere for us. And sometimes it's not only with us, you know, it's not just us who can share that word. Sometimes we can get perspective from other people as well. Yeah, for sure. You know? So it's, uh, we're super excited to have you guys here. Thank you for, thank you for agreeing. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm really thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. They are not here against their will. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we are. <laughs> okay. And like always, we always start off with what we're thankful for. So, babe. You know, I actually didn't think about this one. I know we're talking. <laughs> um, what am I thankful for Hold this up. Week? You told our guests to be ready for this, and now you're not ready with it? <laughs> oh, my God. I know I had something. Um, you know, can we can we make a circle? Like, let, Let's come back okay, around to me. I'll start. All, All right, right. right. So, for this week, honestly, not even just this week, just this past couple of weeks, um, especially the last week, it's been, it's been a roller coaster, right? So yeah. I've just been tired. There's a lot going on. We've been building this setup and we've been preparing for, you know, future episodes as well. But a lot of, 
a lot of this uh, YouTube channel and the editing and the Instagram and stuff like that, that, that takes energy. Yeah. You know, on top of that, we're, we're doing our Bible study and we're going to church and we're very active, you know. So we're trying to do all these things. But at the same time, it's like I'm trying to also be a husband and I'm also trying to work full time. Yeah. And and then eventually I'm going to be in school. So that's in the back of my head. Yeah. And all that requires energy. So, you know, so what I'm thankful for is just that God has been real in that area. Yeah. He has given me the energy where I feel like sometimes I don't have, yeah. you know, and and I'm just grateful for it, you know, and. And then having you guys on this channel is just an added bonus, man. Yeah, to, for sure. <laughs> you know, to, to have people with us on yeah. this podcast and it's just, just not us. Like, it's that's amazing, honestly. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to kind of piggyback off of that because, you know, this past week we've been together basically <laughs> this entire time. So, yeah, it's just I'm extremely grateful for obviously the opportunities that God has given us, but also um, the strength. Yeah. The strength to continue on because sometimes when you're so focused on so many things, um, it's easy to sometimes get dismotivated or you're just like so tired and you're so this. But um, seriously, God really does give strength and rest to the weary. You yeah. know. Seriously. Yeah. Amen. So with that, what so wait, are you... was that yours? Yeah, that okay, was okay. yours. That was like a point five, you know, but, but that wasn't fair because we were spending this week together. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Like when you asked me that, I was like, all right, when, um, when did something happen? And I'm like, oh, wait, God, you've been like doing stuff for me this whole week. Mm-hmm. So uh, particularly... Um, like what God has been showing me this week is the power of prayer. You know, mm. I you know how they they say it in church all the time. Girl. Like how, uh, prayer is powerful and all these things. And like, you know, uh, sometimes it goes over my head as, as, you know, I'll be transparent. It goes over my head and I'm like, yeah, I know power, power and prayer. But this specific time, I'm like, you know, um, like being like Peter, you know, like we deny Jesus when we choose not to pray and we choose not to read scripture. So I was taking it really seriously, and I'm like, you know what, God? Like, I, I'm going to give you my time. So what I started doing is um, I started praying more intensely at night, and I remember this one particular night I, I was telling God, like, God, set the atmosphere. I want, like, I have a little studio at my parents' house, so I'm like, God, I, I want you to set the atmosphere so that whatever, whoever comes in, that they feel peace, they feel, you know, they feel good, they feel your presence. Um, so literally the next day, my second client, she comes in and she's like, wow, I just, I felt so much peace. I'm like, oh, glory to God, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing her nails and as we're getting closer to the end, um, he gives me a call and I, and I call, I, I let him know like, hey, uh, I'm just going to buy some inventory. I need this much, right? And um, after the service is over, I had like a, 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 a gap and that's not normal for me. I'm usually booked back to back. But, yeah. So uh, when I saw the gap, I was like, okay. I finished her nails, and I saw that she started, like, uh, um, what's the word? Desaugar? Oh, she started kind of, like, uh, like venting uh, to you. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. she was venting. And um, as she was venting, she literally broke down into tears. Wow. wow. And I'm like, God, this this is what this I what prayed I was for. Yeah, for. I was asking you to, to set the atmosphere and to use me. You know, like, I, I don't want to be just the empty vessel and, and, and not being used, you know? So... I was I was praying for her and I was giving her words of encouragement and when we were wrapping up like that little intimate moment that we had together uh she literally gets in her purse and she's like here's $100 for your inventory. Wow. Oh, and I'm wow. like yeah and I'm like what a blessing. God I, is so I looked good. at her and I was like no 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 it's okay like you know 
that, that's your money. Don't worry. She's like, no, like the Holy Spirit is telling me to give it to you. Like, you know, wow. I, to, to bless this business that you have and to move forward on it. And so I was like, oh, my God, babe, I just got cash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go buy my nails real quick. Right. Yeah. No, but that's amazing. That's you know, awesome. it's just yeah, such a sick. like, like we were talking a little bit about this before, but it's like, man, when God is in the center of everything, he goes in and above and beyond your expectations you know man, and especially man. when you're doing something for him and you're asking him to use them it's like just it's a beautiful thing yeah, yeah. Wow. and it's and it's awesome because you you know you're in a sense you know doing his work and doing your own work yeah you know so that's that's a truly ble- that's a blessing in itself you yeah. know yeah. that's right yeah, that's right definitely. your business will be blessed for that as well yeah, yeah. glory yeah. to god, yeah. glory <laughs> god. <laughs> so emmanuel <laughs> um I, I would have to say that I am very thankful to God for um, his faithfulness. Yeah. Okay. Um, this week has been one of the toughest weeks that I've had um, probably this year. Wow. And this year is like, uh, what are we, May already? May 10th? Not even halfway, but yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, definitely the toughest week that I've had. Um, and probably today is the toughest day that I've had all year. Today? Oh, wow. Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today. No way. Um, But this is like a refresher to be here with you guys. Um, Glory to God. It it really is a a refresher for me, for my wife. And um, I just feel the presence of God here in this place, in the studio. Amazing. Um, Amazing. I want to say, I want to say this. um, This week, the enemy has attacked me like crazy. Um. I'm currently recording an album. This is my second album that I'm recording. And um, I haven't really shared this with with uh, really anybody, but mm-hmm. I decided that I'm going to share it here okay. with you guys. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, it's been three years since I recorded my first album, and um, I simply just asked God, like, you know, uh, help me out, help me out. You know, I'm trying to push as hard as I can. Uh, obviously with productions, you need to have money. You need to be mm. financially stable to put it out there. So I put that seed of faith out there and, um, I decided to start recording. So since January till May, we've been recording. Um, and literally like a couple of days ago, I received a phone call, um, from my producer and mind you, I have, you know, people giving me opportunities. Like for example, JC Negron. Um, who is uh, pretty well known in the area? Um, he's gonna be part of the album, and you know we have. People yeah, that was amazing when I saw wow, that. I was yeah. like, "Go ahead, Manny." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I have uh, people um, from the Alex Campos band. Those of you that listen to your uh, Spanish Christian music, <laughs> um, some of his band members are playing on my album. So you know, I've invested uh, a lot in it, and I get a phone call from my producer, and he tells me that. Um, that someone broke into his car and in in his car he had all of the files of all of the songs that oh were recorded for God. the past five months. Oh. And um wow. and somebody just basically stole it, took his bag, took his piano bag, and it was gone. And oh he God. told me, Well, um, Really, the only thing I can do is just refund you everything that you spent on it. But to me, it's like, do I care about the money? No. Yeah. Not really. I care about 
putting this out there because yeah. I want to glorify God with this next album. And, you know, we're trying to bring it to better levels than we had the first one. And, you know, my heart sunk and I'm like, I just start asking God, like, God, you know, I, I'm putting this out there for you. I'm trying to glorify you with this. Um, and then this happens, like, why? Why am I going to spend all this time working on it? And then for it to just be stolen. Yeah. And like the Bible says, you know, the, the enemy came to destroy, kill, and steal. Yes. Right? So that's exactly what he did. He stole what I was producing for God. So the enemy is mad uh, at, my, at my life for some reason. Definitely. Yeah, no. You know? And that's the first thing that comes to mind for me. It's like as soon as you're doing something that you're like God has intended for you, like the enemy will try to do so many things to dismotivate you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and you know, this isn't to disregard how you're feeling cuz I can only imagine like the time and the effort. But for me looking at it from this side, I'm pumped for you, bro, because that just means that God has such big plans for your life. Amen. And the enemy's trying to throw everything he can at you. But, you yeah. know, it's like, it, it just reminds me of like how Job loses so many things and then God just rewards him double, mm-hmm. triple. And Absolutely. it's like, that's how I see it, you know? And, yes. and and this was crazy. The first line that I wrote for my album, which was back in January, right, babe? The first line, well, my music is in Spanish, but um, basically says, El enemigo quiere pararme, pero yo solo en ti confiaré. Which basically, in English, that would be, the enemy wants to stop me, but I will put my trust in the Lord. That's the wow. first line that I wrote for this album. And this so is the, what happens. So the devil is just like, oh, yeah, you, you want to put that in your album? So like, All let's right, put I'll that to you. the test. Exactly. But he yeah. doesn't know the God that we serve. Right. Oh, man. Amen. Oh, yeah. Here's where the faithfulness of God comes in. Okay. I started praying. This happened while I was at work on my break. And this happens. So um, I get that phone call. I'm on my break. My break is like an hour and a half, and it felt like two minutes. Wow. Because it was like like everything was just stolen from me. Yeah. I go back to my classroom. An hour later, and, you know, I started praying. An hour later, I get a phone call. The guy was grabbed by the police. Not one item oh, from the yes. bag was stolen. <gasps> and we can continue the process. Oh, of recording my that God. Glory to God. And that, that's just another example wow. of power and prayer. Because, like, he called me right after he got that news. And I was like, ah, oh, mi amor, I guess, you know, we're, we're just going to ask God what, what we're going to do next. Because it's stolen already. Whatever, like. The enemy is trying to trying to disrupt our peace. Like, whatever. Let's just pray and, and ask God what does he want us to do next. So he's praying. I'm praying. Then he calls he calls me back, and he's like, babe, they caught the guy. I'm like, no way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my amazing. God. You know, wow. it's truly amazing. Like, God is preparing a story for this album without it being out there yet. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for the faithfulness of God. 
Amen. Yeah. That's Amen. all I can say. And y'all about to make me tear up here. I'm just like, <laughs> yo. And I can tell, you know, when you were first starting this, I can tell how emotionally attached you are to this because this is obviously your work. And of course. And how dedicated because he he would post things on his Instagram all the time. And, yes. and I can I mean, see and your I remember her saying, too, she's all like, listen, there's times where we're there late at night and we're doing what we got to do. So yeah. that's why it's not even just about money. It's your time. And yeah. your effort. 100%. 100 percent. And. You know, just to think of like, all right, like it's time to produce something else. And I've waited, I've waited three years to do something else, you know? Yeah. And I waited, I said, you know what? This year is the year. It's the right time. Yeah. And then for it to just all be stolen, like enemy, I don't know what you're trying to do, mm. but it ain't working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It ain't working. Wow. But you know because what? Because God I, is with us. I feel like you should be more worried if you're not being attacked. Yeah. Because when 100%. you are being attacked, it's because you have something valuable you know when mm-hmm. when, so when you have something valuable yeah. that you're gonna be attacked yeah. the devil doesn't want that out there and i was just trying to remember because i had gone to this uh, elevation uh concert last week and it was saying i'm i'm, I'm not even gonna say because i can't remember it but it was definitely like going based off of that and i'm just all like wow like you know just God is good, and I'm I'm just so happy here. Like I'm here, like in my head, I'm like, oh my God, like what's he gonna do? But you know what? It's okay. The comeback's gonna be strong, right? Right. But now (laughs) you're here, like this. I'm like, oh wait a second. Oh yeah. When you were when you were saying that, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, but wait, but wait, but wait, there's more. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, you know, today I got some really, really bad news that can really change my whole life. Um, and I can't share that yet. Yeah. Only okay. because I'm waiting till God, for God to continue doing what he needs to do. Of course. God so, has the final say. Of course. Yeah. So that I'll share that story when when I, I get the miracle that God is going to give me. Well, and let this be an example, you know, and let this be an example for all of us. Amen. In the good times and in the bad, we need to praise God. We need to, yes. we need to glorify his name because at the end of the day, it's all for his glory. Amen. Yeah. It'll be for his testimony. You know, yeah. and, and, and for all of us, I know we all go through our moments where we struggle and we ask God, we're, we're saying, why? You know, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything in your name. I'm doing everything the way I believe y- that will glorify you. And yes. sometimes we get attacked for no reason, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but what we feel is like what, for what, no reason. Exactly. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a testimony for us to share and for someone else to grow. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, 100%. This could be applied. To any situation that anyone is going through at this point in time, um, trust God. Yeah. Trust God. Because at, at the end of the day, what do you have to lose? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it, too, it's like the enemy is going to attack constantly, right? And especially when we're in God's will and we're doing what, you know, is for his kingdom. But it's not about the attacks it's about what you do after the attacks hello right it's mm-hmm. about like okay am i gonna complain am i gonna this or am i gonna continue glorifying god or am i gonna doubt god or am i gonna this so right, right. you know i don't know what your situation is but up till now god has never left you yeah. Amen. and he Amen. won't Amen. and he won't he won't start now you know that's right <laughs> it, even though sometimes it seems like you know uh this isn't the way i planned it but God is a perfect, uh, just a puzzle maker, you know? And sometimes we're like, our life is supposed to be like this, like this, like this. Mm-hmm. And then God will be like, that's what you thought. I actually right. needed this for like over here. Yeah. But okay, I'm going to let you think that. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, um, no matter what storms lift up, you know, I'm not going to lose faith in my God. 
Amen. And you know, like you know, the song where it says, um, um, it, "There's another in the fire" by oh, Hillsong, right? Yes, yeah. I love that last part where it says, um, "Even if he doesn't come through for me, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna praise him." Right. Yeah. You know. Amen. I'm still going to praise him. There's, yeah. a, there's a reason. There's right? a reason. Sometimes we think that, oh, God, like, um, why didn't you give this to us? Like, this is a good thing for us. But sometimes he withholds things because it could probably lead to other things that wouldn't glorify him. You know what I mean? So I feel like when he doesn't do something for you, it's because it, he's saving you from something else. Yeah. You know or sometimes I mean? it's just not yet. Or just not yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. wow, so this is just the intro, and I'm here like, oh my Sorry God. to get so deep. I know. It's already, yeah, no, I mean, this is amazing. Wow, you know? that's awesome. Um, but we, before we move on to the next portion To our of main this, topic. No, 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 before we move on to the next portion, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually want to let you guys know that Manny does have his, has his own channel. Oh, yes. You know, I believe you so have do. two channels. Yeah, I do. I actually have a travel channel, which is funny because that channel like has evolved so much throughout <laughs> the years. Like I opened up that channel probably when I was like maybe 14, 15 years old when YouTube wasn't really that big of a thing yet. Yeah. 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 And I had absolutely no idea how to do YouTube at all. Yeah. Now still, I'm still learning things, you know, <laughs> learning how to edit better and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I have a travel channel. Uh, for those that want, I'm putting the plug in here, right? Yeah, yeah, right. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> for those that want to uh, check out um, any travel stuff, uh, Manny Pagan Travel. And then I just recently opened up a ministry page. That's where you'll see videos, uh, motivational videos. Um, you'll see uh, my first music video that we are hey. filming actually this Sunday. Wow. Hey, I can't wait. And, um, you know, any... Music, a lot Stay of music tuned. in it. Yeah, because yeah. his so, album's gonna come out, and we obviously need to hear what it's about. Oh yeah, so 100%. if the devil wants to, stop the devil you, wants I to hear yeah. this, yes, yes. <laughs> I want to hear this album. So yeah. that that's found in uh, Manny Pagan Ministries. So. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so guys, right. go ahead and subscribe. Yeah, we'll leave know? all his information down on the description. In the description, well, but you, you know, this click. is the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know? um, all right, so we are at our, not our favorite, because I can't, after what, what he just said, I can't say this is our favorite part of the day. I don't even know. Because <laughs> favorite man, part I of the portion. I, ha- I think I have a new favorite part of my day, and it's to have Manny here. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, it, you know, it, 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 that was amazing. That, that was that was amazing. I can't wait to see that set part two of that testimony and man glory I'm, to god i'm looking yeah. forward to that uh but moving in we have our mugshot of the day yes this is something okay. very personal to me because one thing for sure is i love alpacas and i have an <laughs> alpaca mug so much that he married a peruvian no, i'm kidding yes. <laughs> i love my alpacas yeah so that was a gift so he got an alpaca uh mine for today it says uh instagram Found this at Hobby Lobby and it was just like really cute. And so far, this has been like my favorite coffee mug because it's just gives me in the feel, makes me want to drink coffee. I already don't really drink coffee. So, yeah, this is mine. You guys want to share yours? Yeah. So, <laughs> this one is actually my husband. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a really nice mug. Though. Like, but it's very round. Actually, his student gave this to him for Christmas. Aww. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't used mugs. it once. <laughs> you no, haven't used it once? No, I'm kidding. But she, she always takes it away from I me. I use every mug. I have like 10 mugs at home. I use every one. They take turns. But um, the one I wanted to bring was Catitude, and it had a cat booty on it. So that, that was my favorite one. Cause I we'll do it for next time. For yeah, next, yeah, time. For next time. <laughs> you got to have that for next time. And then I have 
God is good. Amen. Because that, uh, God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen, <laughs> amen. And it, uh, I don't know if you guys could see that right there, but it basically has Proverbs 3, 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart mm. and do not lean on your own understanding. You know what's crazy? Amen. Like this was this was a, because a, uh, we brought extra bugs and we we're like, hey, we have some if you want to pick. But I mean, hey, this is definitely applied towards you, bro. That's take that, that word. Take that word mug. for you. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, this yeah, is go the, ahead. This is the part. I mean, this is the part that you know we've all been waiting for. This is the reason why you guys clicked on this video, and mm-hmm. it's we're here to talk about something very explicit, something that's actually never really spoken about. Unfortunately, not as much um, as it at should least be. not as much as it should be, because yeah. a lot of people go through this, but it's a pornographic addiction. Yeah. You know, and I'm one who, unfortunately, you know, and I feel like a lot of I, a lot of men do. Right. I'm not going to exclude anybody or be biased in any way, but a lot of Christian men fall in this category of pornographic addiction. Yeah. And a lot of what it is is, you know, because we have to save ourselves from marriage, but it's it's a struggle, right? Yeah. But I'm not giving you a justification, right? Because it's wrong at the end of the day. Yeah. But a lot of that, that's that's what it is, right? So we're here to talk about the real background and, and our own life experience with pornographic addiction. Addiction. One of the worst things that that you can go through, especially as a person of faith, is a pornographic addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it takes over your mind. It takes over your actions. Yeah. And it changes you um, big time. And if you don't get to control it, if you don't get to put an end to it, to stop it, uh, it could really destroy your life. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. definitely eat you alive. Now, um, I did want to share some facts on pornographic addiction, specifically uh, more for... The church, right? For, more for people that are that are in faith because, you know, we all try to please God with everything that we have. Yeah. yeah. You know, we want to honor him and obey him and, you know, just simply follow his word. But when that door gets opened, mm. it can really cause us to go in deep into this addiction. And many people in the churches don't want to talk about it. Yeah. They don't want to talk about it. Um, it's more of like sometimes this is a taboo. Yeah. Uh, sex topics are a taboo in the church. And I think that the church should really be the leader in this topic. For mm-hmm. sure. They should be the 100%. leader. They should be that number yeah. one voice when it comes to talking about this stuff. Yeah. Because we talk about it in the light of scripture, mm-hmm. using scripture to show us that these things are not okay. Yeah. For specific reasons. Yeah. That God has already laid out in his word. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why, right? So let me get let me get into some of the stats. Um, so um, you're going to see here, let me see, let me read this one. 47% of Christians say that pornography is a problem in the home. Crazy. Wow, 47%. Yeah. 47%. So, What's the divorce rate? Well... Yo, the divorce rate, the, the divorce door- rate in the church is is fifty. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like at fifty, if not almost more, and not even within the church, even outside. I think it's like that. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. But Sorry, I, I didn't mean to insert that, but it was just like that. That's mind boggling. Yeah. But anyway, continue. yeah, absolutely. So crazy, right? Fifty um, percent of all Christian men 
and 20% of all Christian women are addicted to pornography. Wow. So it... I mean, of, that's not amazing. Sorry. That's, that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. One in every two men, church members, church goers that are men, are addicted to pornography. One in every two? One in every two. Imagine, yeah. Insane. And then wow. one in every five uh, that are women are addicted to pornography. So it's not just... No, it's not catered to just men. It's not just no. men because they, you know, everyone thinks, oh, well, you know, men go through that. But women, you know, they're more like, uh, you know, you know, we just, yeah, guys are attractive, but I'm not really into all that searching, all that kind of stuff. No. Women are addicted to it too in, in the church. Um, and, and I don't mean to uh, cut you off there, yeah. but, you know, it's speaking about the facts as, as, you know, one in every two men, you know, I, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I was one of those men that was addicted to, to the pornography. Yeah. And it honestly, it started on early on in, in, in my life. Yeah. You know, and, and it was mainly because I was left alone at one point and I didn't have nothing else to do. Yeah. But a lot of times it's because, you know, we surrounded by so many people that already know about sex during that that age especially during that mm -hmm. that period where we're going through puberty oh right. where your hormones mm -hmm. are crazy right? and and so I'm, I'm thinking to myself man you know all my friends know about sex and know about yeah. what a what a woman looks like and they're you know i remember one time this guy was like you don't know what a vagina looks like <laughs> and i'm here like i'm here like yeah i know what it is i know what it is <laughs> like 10 years old duh who doesn't like, you know so it, it's it's wild and that's a, a lot of for young for young people especially you know for me that's that's how it started and a lot of it is just pressure yeah and and it's unfortunate because we're not taught at a young age at least a lot of people aren't taught at a young age yeah. you know and then that's where it starts developing into what yeah. we have today definitely and yeah. i i also feel like it's um it's uh when we were talking about before in the church how it's taboo to talk about it in the church and i feel like you have two extremes right um you have a, a, a church that does talk about it but in a very shameful way you know what yeah. i mean and then it 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 leaves the youth like, oh, well, I'm not going to tell them because everybody's going to get sent to hell. Yeah, they're like, they're going to crucify me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and I feel like we're getting to a point now where parents have to, the, you know, Christian parents, they have to talk about this. Like yeah. they don't they don't want to talk about this. And then what ends up happening is that these kids, they go to school and they start, like you said, they start learning from their peers. And it's like, and then it's the, you worst, learn it in the way, worst way, the worst way possible. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. what what other I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue on with your <laughs> portion there. Okay. Um, Sixty percent of the women who answered the survey that was taken here that I'm specifically uh, reading off of um, admitted to having significant struggles with lust. Forty percent admitted to being involved in sexual sin in the past year. And 20 percent of the church going female participants struggle with looking at pornography on an ongoing basis. Wow. Now, um, now I want to get to the church leaders. Oh, shit. So you were talking about congregation numbers. Congregation numbers. So just to put a little wow. light on this, we're talking like there's, there's, there's a possibility that church leaders are in, this, in, in this moment as well. Specifically pastors. Oh, wow. Wow. So here are the numbers for pastors. 51% of pastors say cyber porn is a possible temptation. 37% say it is a current struggle. 
Four in ten pastors have visited a porn site. And let's see here. There's okay. Here's uh, I think this is the last one that, that I'm going to read from this. Um, actually, there's two more that are very interesting. Thirty uh, percent of pastors have viewed pornography within the last thirty days. Survey shows. That's oh, crazy. Wow. That is crazy. Thirty percent. Yeah. Of pastors. And this is ongoing. Yeah. And here's uh, going to the divorce area. 56% of divorces involved one party having an obsessive interest in pornography, in pornography websites. Uh, so This makes me so sad to hear. Yeah. You know, because it's just in general, like, and we've said it, you know, on this channel before, it's like, just because we're Christian doesn't mean that we don't go through our struggles. But what makes me sad, I think, um, you know, because I've grown up in church basically my whole life. And I think within that time frame, I've only heard one person actually admit that they were watching and addicted and that they overcame that. But well, I remember that you're saying one person in your life in my life in my life that has huh. ever said within the church, like I was addicted to pornography and I overcame this. Um, and, you know, and I remember at that time, everyone was like, <gasps> you know, and, you know, now to hear these numbers and how common it is. And obviously, you know, Xavier and I have talked about it as well. I'm just all like, it's so much more common than we think. And it's a really big problem, not only in church, but outside, but it's just surprising, you know, now that I'm hearing yeah. like all the numbers, like how, how common it actually is and how hidden it is. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a silent sin. That's it, what it is. Yeah. And you know, um, when Manny was uh, talking about like, uh, the divorce rate, um, I was actually listening to, um, different to get information on like the root of like, not from a Christian perspective, but yeah. like from statistics, uh, perspective. And it, it was these men talking about how pornography addiction ruins uh, marriages. It ruins a man, right? Mm -hmm. So, I, and, and even more, imagine how much more for a Christian man, right? Because you, let's say at a very young age, you're exposed to pornography, and then you meet a very nice Christian girl that probably saved herself, like, uh, yes, that set herself apart for yeah. that. And when they get married, he's expecting her to perform, like, what he has been seeing. Yeah. And that causes a lot of, like, friction because he's like okay now i feel like because you have mentally, an expectation of what yep. sex right. is supposed to be and what it is and yeah. it exactly isn't. it's like mentally wow. my mind is advanced like i want to i want a, a slut in the bed or can i say that <laughs> no yeah that's fine because that's exactly what we see you know yeah. at the end of the day we 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 feed our minds and and then especially at a young age you get me i know i told myself i'm like well when i have a wife i want to be able to know what to do in bed but I'm only I was only playing myself at the end of the day because yeah. I, I I was watching angles and different areas and different ways and, and mind you these people are professionals, right? Yeah, they got I'm not I don't look like that. And <laughs> and most women don't look like that either. You know yeah. you get me what I'm trying to say? Like it's so like if you had an x ray, you'll see a bunch of plastic in that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's and it's just this fake this fake uh, visualiz visualization of what sex is, but it isn't like that at all. Mm -hmm. So when you get to the bed, when you're finally married, right, and you have your wife or or, or or you're expected to perform for the first time, 
it's like you don't you're not that excited because you're not seeing those angles. You're not yeah. seeing that mm. body that you're used to seeing on mm -hmm. porn websites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why we're that's and 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 I'm glad that you touched on it because this is how a lot of couples they don't last. The relationship doesn't last because the men or the woman that's addicted to pornography, they get bored of their partner. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we 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 get ourselves used to seeing someone new all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're because expecting there's your, thousands of models. Your expectations yeah. aren't met and it's all like, well, if this is what it is, then my marriage sucks. Yeah. yeah. You exactly. Know? For sure. And and you know, yeah. um an, another thing that I've learned from the video that I watched is uh you know, he was saying, like, back then, maybe, like, 10, 15, 20 years back back in the day, uh, men normally wouldn't see, at most, maybe 20 women in their life naked. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Now... You can watch about fifty women naked in the next in the next hour. First of all, you don't. First of all, you don't even need to go to a porn website to get that oh, kind girl. of satisfaction mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. You know, just go on your social media. Boom, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, even on on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever it is, you have all kinds of access, and that's another part of how bad it's gotten yeah. because of how easy the access is to yes. pornography. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Just last week. Um, I received, I mean, these scam calls and scam texts are going like crazy oh, now. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, but I yes. received a text where it, say, it said, a random person was on like, hey, so are you ready to have a great night again? And a picture of a girl completely naked. A text message. <laughs> and I'm here like, who is this? You know? <laughs> but also I'm thinking like, imagine if I was someone that was dealing with this issue. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. Imagine if I was, a, I mean, and this isn't to say that like girls don't struggle, but I feel like men just happen to be more visual. Imagine if I was a man that was like really struggling with this and I, I'm trying to like cut away from all of this. And then I see this picture and then now mm. my mind's wandering and now I'm just going to this. So I'm here like, Wow, like the devil is really it's going that, ham. Yeah. That going Jezebel ham. spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Jezebel spirit. Absolutely. I, uh, I think that um, that things have just increased in, in such a way when it comes to this area and, and getting the access to it. Um, you know, when even now I'm 30 years old. When I was 13, 14 years old, we didn't have this much access, although it was developing to get there. Yeah. But it's not like today. I mean, today, young kids... They have their phones with them. Mm -hmm. And it's not just young kids because we like to relate it only to young um, kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's not just young kids. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. You know, just yeah. to say the name pastor, uh, you know, is on the survey. And, and we have those show. stats. 37% of them, you know, have that, yeah. you know, actually struggle with it. Yeah. And, and yeah. You it, know, says, it says a lot. You yeah. know, uh, we had a leadership meeting and, and Manorique, he went up there and he was like, oh, you know, like we should we should not go so hard on the youth because we are now living in in a time where, like you said before, it's hard for a young teenage boy. Imagine you're already that seed of pornography was already uh, planted in them. And now everywhere they go, they could go to the supermarket and there's a girl showing her butt cheeks, you mm -hmm. know, like. And, and and you can't disrespect her. You can't, if you tell her to cover up, oh, you know, well, why are you looking in the first place? You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. you're putting it right in my face. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah, we're living in, an, we're living in a society where advertisement is used to expose, where, where we're exposing women and men and putting them in, in outfits and stuff like that to attract. Yeah. And these advertisements are on billboards. You're driving down the highway and you're seeing billboards with strip club taboo yeah. and all this other crap yeah. that's 
just in your face. And what you have is a woman in there. Mm-hmm. Everything. With barely uh, underwear. With yeah. barely any yeah. underwear. I mean, we're, we're just living. We're talking dental floss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're living in like such an overly sexualized culture yeah. that yeah. it's like, it's just expected now. And it's yeah. all like, oh, well, you know, that's nothing. But yeah. really, it's just doing so much to our minds, yeah. you know, the more, like everything we consume, it just, it'll affect you in every way, whether it's good or bad, right? And so um, I was sharing how, like, the other day I was on Instagram and there was, like, someone that I knew, like, from years ago. And she had put that she was in the movie theaters and she's, like, zooming in on, like, this family that's, like, maybe the next seat or, like, two seats over. And she was all like, wow, can you believe this with his two daughters next to him? And it was a man, his daughter's here, his wife here, and he's watching porn. Wow. Oh, man. And he's like this. And... You know, she zoomed in, so I'm here like, uh, why would you record this? But <laughs> I'm here like, you know, I'm here like, how bad does it have to be that it can't, like... It can't wait. It can't wait for you to have your private right. moment. Not that you should, but it's just like, but you know, you're now you're not it, even ashamed. You're right. in, yeah, this person's in public. Mo- yeah, most with people... With their kids and wife. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah that's that's uh, another level of... That's a whole nother yeah. level. Is that the addiction is real? And, you know... Speaking about addiction, I was reading I was reading up on it, right? So people can be addicted to crack and, you know, let's say just drugs and alcohol because it's a substance and it's an actual substance that causes the addiction. Pornography isn't a substance. You can't tangibly hold pornography mm-hmm. and consume it. But there is something in our brain that causes a chemical reaction, which is called dopamine. Yeah. Yeah. And this dopamine is what you're addicted to. It's not really pornography. But it's what the reward that you're getting from watching a pornography mm-hmm. and reaching orgasm. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is for ladies and this is for the men. Mm-hmm. You know, and as soon as you receive this dopamine, it's just this rush that you get, this this energy that you get of satisfaction yeah. and reward. And you realize you liked it, right? So at first it's new, it's this and that and that. And then you go for it again. And then you go for it again. And then you go for it. And the next thing you know, you're reaching for your phone and looking for this dopamine and, and you're doing it at places where you're not even having any kind of control for it. Yeah. You know, and then especially when you're at a younger age. And, and the only reason why I keep mentioning at a younger age is because a lot of times this is where it starts to develop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's actually it, what I wanted. You to- have, you're, you're young and you don't realize it and you have no control and, and no one's telling you it's wrong, right? But yeah. but also you're so shameful. At first, you're, 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 you're and fall in love with this, right? But then when you realize that it's a problem, it's too late because mm-hmm. you're ashamed of this problem. Right. And the shame and the addiction together is what's causing you to stay yeah. stuck yeah. in what this pornography addiction is. You yeah. Know, it, it's crazy that you mentioned that because I was literally like, um, I really want to share like a little bit of my testimony when it comes to this. I'm, okay. I, I feel like I'm one of the very few women who were who was extremely addicted to porn. Okay. Uh, to the point where, you know, and, and when you were talking about it, it starts when you're young. Um, the first time I ever saw porn was, I think, in the fourth, third, fourth grade. Wow. Yeah, and that was start. when, um, like, those big bulky laptops came out. So this one girl in school, uh, she came and we, we had reading time, right? So, like, or, or it was recreational time. So, like, you could either play with the blocks or you could go on the reading rug. So this one girl, she went on the reading rug and she was like, oh, Cassandra, Come over here. I got to show you something. I go over there. The first thing I see is lesbian porn. 
And I see that and I'm Yo. like, whoa. And you know what's what crazy? This? You're talking about blocks and reading. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And she's here like, girl, come on. That's yeah. insane. Like she, like she was looking at it, like I guess not knowing what it was, but it's like. But it still piqued her interest because if she's trying exactly. to get you to watch it. Exactly. It's like a it's like a kid. It's like, you know, you catch a kid doing something wrong and they know that it's bad without you telling them it's bad. They just know it is because yeah. they feel it. And that's the that's the the moral law that has been written in our hearts from yeah. God. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. have that discernment to know what is moral and what is wrong. What yeah. is crazy, right? We always even at a young age, you know, when you're doing something, you should. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So and this is I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Uh, so for me, uh, this developed uh, more and more. And um, I actually like. What, uh, so my mind was already corrupt and very sexual at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And, um, I recently started, uh, coming out with something that happened to me when I was very young, uh, um, with a, a very close family member. Um, he's like two years older than me and he molested me, I guess. I mean, oh, he wasn't man. older wow. than me, but I didn't, and I, he's somebody that I trust. So when that stuff was happening to me, I'm just like, okay, let me just, uh, I, I don't know whether to be defensive or to be like, if is this like playing like around? confrontational. Or, right. Yeah. And then I started, like, as I got older, I started to have same-sex attraction. Did I, I'd never dated a woman, mm -hmm. but there was a time in my life where I was already like 20 years old and I made plans to go have sex with this girl. Because uh -huh. I was just so addicted to porn, and that yeah. that like I watched regular. You porn. see everything exactly, and yeah. and I drifted more on watching lesbian porn. So I never said I was lesbian, right? But but it was the first thing you were introduced to. Exactly, exactly. And it just sparked your curiosity, and that after that you were like, oh, well, yeah, to yeah. the point where where sometimes like I'm gonna be totally transparent. Um, I would say maybe like not a year ago, but like a couple months ago. I had uh, I had a, a lesbian dream, wow. and I woke up, and I, it took me a couple days to tell Manny because I'm like, if I tell him, like, is this something that is still rooted in my heart? Like, God, I thought I gave yeah, cause it to think, you. Because you think, is this a vision? Is this, like, my subconscious? Exactly. Is this, yeah. And, you know, I, I finally told him, and, and he really did embrace me, and he didn't, you know, made me feel shameful, you know, and, and, and I prayed a lot about it. I'm like, God, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to struggle with this. And thank God it was only one time out of like a very, very long time. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to be that seed being planted in your, in your life at such a young age, you just become sexual. I mean, I feel like in every story that we end up hearing, it's always someone that was introduced to, like it was introduced to them at like a super young age. I mean, um, I, I feel like for me, I, I, I definitely did encounter porn in my life. Um, I I have seen, and I think it started, you know, well, when I first saw, I was, like, really young. I think I was, like, just beginning. No, not even. I think I was, like, in elementary school. I was, wow. like, I think in fifth grade. And I remember it was someone else who was watching, and I just happened to see it, you know? And then... It, it did spark my curiosity, but then it was just something of like, uh, oh, I shouldn't be watching this, you know? And then from then it just stopped. But then, yeah, then a couple years would go by and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I would watch something and then I'm like, oh, yeah, but that's it, you know? So it was something that was always kind of there, but it was never something that 
I felt had like a super strong hold of me. But to say that I had watched it and then came back to it at some point later on in life, it just goes to show like how much it really does tug onto you, mm-hmm. you know, and how like just like what we're dealing with here and the gravity of it. Because when we think about all those numbers, like that's just it's so mind boggling and it's just insane to hear, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. I know I know your story personally, but I don't know if you kind of want to talk about it. Yeah. So a little bit more. So as I was saying, you know, for me, I it started early on um, and it was because I broke my shoulder and I had to stay home from school for about a month. But my mom had to work, you know, my dad had to work. So I was home alone. And honestly, it just started with, you know, I want to know what my friends are talking about. So let me, let me just get on this website and, you know, figure out what it is. And one thing led to another, one more picture after another. And then eventually I discovered there's videos, you know, cause I had no idea what porn was, but I do know that you can Google image certain things. Mm-hmm. And then like the development of it after video and it's like, holy crap, yo, this is real. Like, this is what I'm all right. All right. And, you know, like I'm, I'm getting excited, you know, and it's, and it's not, and you know, to be transparent, I didn't discover what masturbation was until maybe a couple of months after that. I didn't know that I could do anything with myself to further the experience, Yeah, you know, and, and it didn't, it didn't, it happened on its own. You know, I'm not trying to get into detail, but it happened on its own. And that's when I felt truly like that's when I felt dirty. As soon as it happened on its own, that's when I felt dirty because I woke up and I was like, this is wrong. Yeah. But I was it was too late. It was too late. I couldn't talk about it to anybody because I was too ashamed to say um, I was watching porn, mom, you know, like. And uh, something else happened afterwards. What can know, I do? You like, know, yeah. yeah. You get me? The first thing you think is yeah, you're going to get hit, you know, yeah. like especially gra- growing up in a Latino family. Like, in a Puerto Rican family at that. Like, like you get hit with that chancleta, with, with like a spatula, with a belt, with a what? No, I'm kidding. Let me, uh, but, you know, it's just it's just it got real for me. It got yeah. very real for me. But I always found myself reaching over and I'm talking, you know, reaching over to, to try and find more, find more, you know, and we all know the main website that you can go to. And as soon as I discovered that one, that was it. It was over. I was hooked and there was no way. Then the cell phones, you know, as soon as I got a cell phone and there was internet on it, you know, it even worse. And, and then we got the iPhone and then iPhone got, it got more iPhones, iPads, tablets, and all this, you know, we're talking years. I think I started when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. When I was in seventh grade is when I broke my shoulder. Seventh grade. You're like, like, how old? 12 you're like wow just entering the teenage like 12, years 13 yeah. yeah so but by then it was just you know like i said it was already too late you couldn't talk to anybody because first of all anytime somebody brought up sexual behavior outside of marriage it's like you were de- you were damned to hell you know or so just who, sex in general and just sex in general and no. and i couldn't talk to it about my parents because they didn't talk to me about it so it's like you know maybe this is not a topic we should talk about mm-hmm. right no. and then now comes a relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and she has no idea that I have this addiction, but it's still going on, you know, and then comes into marriage, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm talking a real addiction, you know, but there was no way out. There was, I, I tried and she knows I've tried to kind of signal her that I'm stuck in this, like, but it's yeah. just, we're too ashamed. I was too ashamed to fully say it. 
And I was trying to hope that she would land on the idea that I am addicted without yeah. me actually telling her. Yeah. Mm. You know, so it's it's a scary thing. I'm already married at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but I can't control myself because although after you're finished, you 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 don't you know you're you're doing what you're doing right, but then you feel this and you feel this disgust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you know I'm telling you like I've I've even cried afterwards because I've yelled out to God. It's like, well, you don't fix this for me. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I'm stuck here because you don't want to help me. Wow. You know, I've cried out to him and and it's like, you know what? Oh, oh well. Yeah. You know, because hey, you you do all these miracles for people and this is me talking to God. You do all these miracles for people, but here I am stuck and you know that I'm struggling, but oh well, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to continue. Yeah. Mm. You were going to say something? Yeah, no, I was just going to say cuz I remember like earlier on, this is like us dating, like you had like mentioned it to me. And in my head, I just didn't really know how to process that information. I was just like, oh, okay, so I guess you're going to stop. You know, because it was never like, a, oh, this is what I do. It's just like, oh, yeah, I have watched. And yeah. that was, it was left at that, right? So yeah. in my head, I'm here like, okay. And then, you know, then going on into marriage, it's like I never really thought it was an issue until, um, you know, it, I mean, it was twice. One One time was like kind of hinted at me, but yeah. in my head, I'm here like, I, I kept trying to signal you. Yeah, it was like it was like little hints here and there, and I'm here like, okay, but it's like I tried not to ever think like I'm like no, this is like my husband. Like he, in my I in my idea, because I think there's also this like misconception, especially when it happens in marriage, is that your significant other isn't enough for you, but really this is just a habit that you've had on for so long that now it's like just because you're married doesn't mean that this habit dies. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just like, you think it's not, you think right. I got married thinking, Oh, you know, once I get married and I can start having sex, like I don't, stop. you know, I don't, it doesn't, stop. no, yeah. it doesn't stop. And if anything, it gets worse because mm-hmm. like we said earlier, you get into a relationship and you think sex is supposed to be exactly the way you see mm-hmm. it in porn, but it doesn't, it's not, yeah. you know? And it's like, yeah, I'm having sex with my wife, but then, you know, it's not exactly what I She's expected. She's not this crazy over the walls. <laughs> it's, it's just not Out what in the you public. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you know, like it, pornography is designed for you yeah. to explicitly see certain angles to yeah. see certain things working. You in see the ways. full thing. You, you see the man and that. the woman. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but if you think you're going to, it's like it, the pornography addiction is going to go away by sex. It's not yeah. because your, your vision of pornography is not, in marriage, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen for you. Yeah. You have to, the, the only way you're going to break away from this is honestly realizing that you have an addiction and break away from that shame. Mm-hmm. Seek out help. Yeah. Well, know? yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing because a lot of times just, I, I was I was watching something where it was saying shame is bigger than addiction. So it's like, while you may be addicted to something, your shame is so much greater that you won't seek out for help. Like mm-hmm. it takes, I mean, I can only imagine how much it took for you to even kind of tell me. Yeah. And then I know you also had like people that you had, you know, trying to keep you accountable for yourself. Once he did decide, like, I need to end this now. Like, yeah. this is not good. Yeah. And then also you had me flipping out. Like, I'm not going to stay married like this. Yeah. Mm. No, you I know? mean, <laughs> and, and you know, yeah. like, I'm glad you mentioned that part uh, because I also do want to say this for, for any female that might be, currently struggling with their husband watching their just just know that they're addicted to that dopamine and the best thing that you can do is hold them accountable you know the first thing i did was babe i'm not going to delete my history anymore 
as soon as she found out and the way she found out, by the way, was because I decided in my head, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just leave it there. And if she finds out, oh, well, you know, I'm going to just take it. Yeah. I'm going to just leave my history there. And it wasn't too long. It was like two days later. She looked through my phone. <laughs> like, and what is this? And exactly. let me tell you, hold on. First of all, I am not one to look at his you phone. You just happen to look. It, it. It's crazy because like he has me and him. We have our phones on like it, it's like in plain sight. Right. We don't hide anything from each other. So I never, ever feel the need. But I don't know what happened. I just happened to be on your phone. And then it's like, you know, when it kind of finishes a website for us. So I'm here like. In my head, I'm here like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And oh my gosh, like I just, you know, yeah, obviously I, that was the whole thing. And then the next day it was like, hey, we need to talk. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm glad that it happened. And that's the first thing that I told her. I'm glad you found out. Yeah. Because I need help. He's like, because I, I don't help. know. I don't know what yeah. to do. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. to do. I need help. And it's, it's just, I didn't know any other way to tell you. It couldn't mm. come out of me. It, it, verbally i couldn't yeah. tell you i couldn't ask for this help yeah. Yeah. and that's what happens to a lot of us so understand that when you're in a relationship and your man is struggling or guys if your wife is struggling understand that this has nothing to do with you it's just that dopamine addiction mm -hmm. that they're addicted to yeah. and what they need is that comfort and accountability mm -hmm. you know as soon as i went to therapy and as soon as i spoke to you about it i went straight to manny yeah you know and manny you know he could testify i went to him and i'm like listen dude I need an accountability partner. Yeah. And then that's when he told me about his testimony. Yeah, which, yeah. you know, we would like to hear. I know, man, he's been like... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's been quiet. I'm like... I know. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously for me too, it, it was a, it was a strong struggle. Um, honestly, I, I cursed the day. I cursed the day that I saw those images for the first time. Yeah, um, that's rough. In my family, we... Our cable... Included uh, HBO. Uh, oh. Actually, I'm not. I've seen like growing up. Yeah, those. But yeah, sorry. Oh, but uh, yeah. Uh, you know, HBO was great during the the daytime. Yeah. But in the nighttime, we yeah. all. If you have HBO or you had HBO in the past, because this has changed significantly. But yeah, the nighttime, the 11 p.m. going forward, that was all like pornography. Yep. And the first thing that I saw was like. Um, this interview of a woman completely naked. Wow. That was like the first thing that I saw. How old it, were you at this point? Uh, I was probably like 10 years old. <gasps> oh my God. I was probably 10 years old. And, um, mm -hmm. and I just remember seeing a commercial of it on HBO cause I was watching a movie and then boom, they put a commercial like tune in at 11 PM. And, and I cursed that day so much because that opened up doors where, um, I just like fell into that so deeply, yeah. so so deeply. Wait, can you can you? I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you hold that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy, girl. <laughs> I told him I was like, babe, I know this one's gonna be a long. This, one. this is like a two hour. <laughs> that's not. But that's what I'm like saying. I think I think you should end up dividing this one into. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you know what? I don't want to stop this. I want it to be organic. Yeah. I don't want to, you know. It is what it is. I guess we could do that. Yeah. I, I feel, feel like that? it's really honoring God because this is something that... It's such a big topic. And yeah. I, and I've been telling him... I was uh, I was telling him today, actually. I was all like, babe, I, I feel like this is a really big episode because, yeah. you know, not not only because, like, the, the show and, like, what we've done and stuff, but it's just what we're talking about. Yeah. 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 You know, it's so needed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 